Hello, everyone, and welcome to the News Around the NFL podcast, where we talk about what is happening in the NFL football world. I am your host, Gage Burlingame, and I'm here to catch you all up on the news and updates around the NFL. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and let's talk some football. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the News Around the NFL podcast. I am Gage Berlingame, and I will be your host for today's podcast. So the regular season is now over, and we are moving on to the NFL playoffs, we're moving into wildcard weekend. So today we're going to go over each of the games in the wildcard round of the NFL playoffs. We're also going to go over some news and notes, and I'm going to go over my Super Bowl predictions. So with that being said, let's get into the news. So I'll be providing news from JPA Football on Instagram. If you guys want to go give them a follow, that is where I get most of my NFL news. So to start off, we have the Raiders are doing their research and are looking into acquiring Tom Brady this offseason, says Albert Breer. Along with Tom Brady, the Raiders are also doing homework on Jimmy Garoppolo. Josh McDaniels has experience with Brady and Garoppolo from his time in New England. So the Derek Carr era in Vegas is pretty much over. Derek Carr has already pretty much said his goodbyes and gave a heartfelt message to Raider Nation. So the Derek Carr era is over, and the Raiders are now looking into finding a new quarterback. Now, Tom Brady does make a little bit of sense. He's played for Josh McDaniels before. Um, he's he's on the final year of his contract with the Buccaneers. So, and I mean, Brady, he could want to come to Vegas to throw the ball to Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and all them. I mean, their offensive line isn't great, and their defense is not great either, but who knows? Brady can take a pay cut. They can use the money um, to maybe sign some guys on defense and the offensive line, maybe draft some guys. Uh, so it makes it makes sense to me for sure. And I mean, with the way that Brock Purdy is playing right now in San Francisco, the 49ers could definitely move on from Garoppolo and move forward with uh, Trey Lance and Brock Purdy next in the next season. Because uh, Brock Purdy, he's playing very well and he's being honestly, he's just as serviceable as Garoppolo is. So we can see Garoppolo on a new team next year as well. And the Raiders do make sense. Rams head coach Sean McVay's immediate future as the team's head coach is in limbo. So Sean McVay, head coach for the Los Angeles Rams, um, it seems like he is leaning towards leaving the Rams this offseason and going into being an analyst for Amazon. Um, he, I, I don't know if maybe he, he just wants to take a break from coaching. He'll probably be back in a few years if I had to guess, but it seems like he wants to take a break from coaching and then uh, maybe spend some more time with his family, become an analyst, and so... I mean, he hasn't made his final decision yet, but it seems like he is leaning towards leaving uh, the Rams this offseason, which if that's the case, uh, the Rams are going to be looking for a new head coach, which they could just uh, elevate Raheem Morris, their defensive coordinator, to the head coach. But we'll know more about the Rams' coaching situation once Sean McVay announces his decision. Following the Texans' victory over the Colts, the Bears now own the number one overall pick in this year's draft. They could potentially trade it for a massive haul of assets since they are set at quarterback with Justin Fields. So the Texans ended up winning against the Colts and the Bears lost to the Vikings, which means that the Bears now have the number one pick in the 2023 NFL draft. And I think I think what the Bears should do is, I mean, they could stay at number one and take like Jalen Carter or Will Anderson, but I think that they should trade this pick to like a quarterback needy team like the Colts. 
and they could get a bunch of draft picks and maybe even a player too for the number one overall pick. So like, let's say the Colts had the number four pick. If the Colts trade up to number one, the Bears get draft picks in return and they get the number four pick, which they can still have a chance to get Jalen Carter or Will Anderson because if the Colts trade up to number one, they'll probably take Bryce Young and then the Texans would have the number two pick and they'd probably take CJ Stroud. So that means they would have a definite chance of getting Jalen Carter and or Will Anderson. So I, I think that's what the Bears should do, but we'll see what happens uh, when the offseason comes. The Texans have fired head coach Lovey Smith. Houston has fired two coaches in two seasons. So following their win against the Colts, where they lost the number one overall pick, the Texans ended up firing Lovey Smith, which I think is a little bit unfair. I mean, Lovey Smith, he did as much as he could with that roster. That roster, when you look at that roster on paper, I mean, it's not good. And for him to get three wins with that team, honestly, is impressive. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it's a little bit unfair for Lovey Smith to be fired for winning the final game and losing their one overall pick. Now, we don't know if that's if that's why he was fired, like, for sure, but it seems like it's it's that way. But I think Lovey Smith could end up being maybe not a head coach for another team, but maybe we could see him be a coordinator for another team or, you know, just like a positional coach because I think he, he did a, a pretty good job for Houston. I mean, he did as much as he could. Following the Packers' loss to the Lions, Lions wide receiver Jamison Williams asked Aaron Rodgers for his jersey, and Aaron Rodgers told him, I'm going to hang on to this one. So there's been a lot of talk around the league about, is Aaron Rodgers going to retire? Is he going to go to another team? Is he going to stay with Green Bay? He kept his game jersey after his loss to the Lions, and it's looking like Aaron Rodgers could retire after the season. Now, He's still, he's still thinking about what he's going to do after the season. Uh, I mean, the Packers, it seems like a lot of players are going to be leaving. Like, Alan Lazard has came out and said that he's going to test free agency. He's probably not going to be a Packer next season. He is going to be a free agent, so we could see him on another team next year. And Aaron Rodgers, um, whether he – I mean, he could retire. He could uh, go to another team. We, we don't know. We'll, we'll know more once Aaron Rodgers makes his decision. The Browns are firing defensive coordinator Joe Woods. So not a big surprise here as the Cleveland Browns run defense this year was just really, really bad. And when you look at this defense, they have some really good players. I mean, they got Miles Garrett. They got um, like Denzel Ward, John Johnson. They got they have some good players. And I mean, the run defense, I mean, the pass defense was OK, but it wasn't that great either. But the run defense was just awful. So it made a lot of sense for Cleveland to move on from Joe Woods. And we'll see who they decide to get as their defensive coordinator for next season. The Cardinals are firing head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Wow. I mean, I'm sure I know there's some Cardinals fans that are happy about this. Um, in fact, if you guys listen to the fantasy footballers, um, which you can listen to them on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much any podcasting platform out there. But those guys are Cardinals fans. And they were very, very happy to see that Cliff Kingsbury was fired. So I'm sure there's some Cardinals fans out there that are happy. And also Steve Kime is stepping down as the general manager. So there's going to be some changes to the Arizona Cardinals. And there's already been talks about the Cardinals could potentially trade DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. So it sounds like we could be in for a rebuild in Arizona. And Kyler Murray, they're going to try and build around Kyler Murray. And J.J. Watt's retiring. The Cardinals are going to look a little different next year. 
The Browns are requesting to interview Steelers linebacker coach and former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores for their vacant defensive coordinator position. I think this would be a really good hire for the Browns as Brian Flores, a defensive-minded coach, uh, former head coach for the Dolphins, who I thought he was a pretty good head coach as well, but he was fired by the Dolphins, and I mean, that was that was just a surprise move by them, and then now he took the job as a Steelers linebacker coach, and now we could potentially see him as a defensive coordinator somewhere, and I think this would be a great fit for Cleveland. Bill Safety, DeMar Hamlin, has been released from the hospital and is returning to Buffalo to be treated at a hospital there. This is just great news to hear, as um, DeMar Hamlin, he has been making some really, really good improvements. It seems like he's getting a little better. Uh, I don't know if they've... Last time I checked, they said he was still in critical condition, but that might that might have changed now. But it seems like he's making some good improvements. Um, he is starting to communicate. He's been active on social media. He did watch the Bills game against the uh, the Patriots, which that was a really, really crazy game to watch. To see Naheem Hines take the opening kickoff back for a touchdown was just... It was just... It was amazing to watch. And so DeMar Hamlin... He is returning to Buffalo, so that's really, really good news, and I'm happy that DeMar Hamlin is feeling better. The Raiders have discussed a contract extension with pending free agent running back Josh Jacobs. Jacobs led the NFL in rushing yards with 1,653 and will be a hot commodity if he hits free agency. So Josh Jacobs had a career year, and he did not pick up a fifth-year option with the Raiders, so he is set to be a free agent. But he has had talks with the Raiders, and it seems like they're trying to get a deal done, but if not... Josh Jacobs is going to be one of the best running backs, probably the best running back in this free agency class. The Ravens and linebacker Roquan Smith have agreed to a five-year, $100 million deal. Roquan Smith becomes the highest paid linebacker in the league, and it's very well deserved. Since Roquan Smith's been traded to Baltimore, he's been playing very, very well, and he has been named to his first Pro Bowl in his career. So, I mean, yeah, Roquan Smith, he's been playing very, very well, and he definitely deserves this contract. Tua Tagovailoa has been ruled out for Miami's wildcard game against the Bills. So Tua, he still hasn't been cleared to uh, return to football activities. He uh, He's still dealing with a concussion, so he has been ruled out for the game against Buffalo. And now it's, it's not looking good for Miami to beat Buffalo this weekend as, I mean, to beat Josh Allen and the Bills with uh, whether it's Teddy Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson at quarterback. We don't even know if Bridgewater is going to play. It might be Bridgewater, which... If it is him, maybe they have a chance, but without Tua, it's it's going to be a long shot for Miami to win this game. There is a warrant out for the arrest of Cowboys rookie defensive end Sam Williams over his apparent role in a vehicular accident last month. So last month, uh, Sam Williams got into a car accident, and he came out with some minor injuries, um, but now he's there's a warrant out for his arrest, so I'm not really sure what's going on, whether he could face some charges for reckless driving. I mean, I, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, this could hurt his chances of playing this weekend. Um, but again, there hasn't been any news about whether he's turned himself in or anything like that. So we'll probably know more in the next couple days. Bill Belichick is planning to make coaching staff changes following a meeting with Patriots owner Robert Kraft. So there's been some rumors going around about uh, former Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury potentially becoming the offensive coordinator for the Patriots. But again, that's just rumors. And it seems like Bill Belichick is planning to make some changes to the coaching staff, because especially on the offensive side, because the offense for New England just didn't look great last season. Their defense was fine, but their offense just couldn't get anything going. Mac Jones didn't have a great year. 
So, I mean, they're probably looking into getting a new offensive coordinator, maybe a new QB coach. Um, but yeah, Bill Belichick's looking to make some changes. Texans wide receiver John Mechie is making massive strides in his recovery from leukemia. So John Mechie, if y'all don't remember, uh, before the season started, he was diagnosed with leukemia. So that kept him out of the of uh, football this season. Uh, but it sounds like he's making uh, uh, good strides in his recovery, and hopefully we'll see him on the back on the field next season. The Jets and offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur are mutually parting ways. LaFleur is apparently a hot commodity with several teams showing interest in him. The Jets are allowing him to seek other opportunities. So Mike LaFleur, we could potentially see him with a, a new coaching staff next season. Um, but yeah, him and the Jets, they mutually agreed to part ways as the Jets offense last season couldn't really get anything going. Uh, the quarterback play wasn't great. Uh, you could argue that it was probably Zach Wilson's fault. Um, there are some, there, there's been some rumors of like some of the coaching staff has came out and said, that there were some that believed that Mike LaFleur failed to develop Zach Wilson, but other members of the front office believe that Zach Wilson is just simply not a good quarterback. So uh, it's, it's a bit of a mess right now. And the Jets, they are in the market to find a new quarterback next season, whether maybe it'll be Mike White or maybe they can go, they can go after someone big like Lamar Jackson. Jim Harbaugh is the early leader for the Broncos head coach vacancy. So the Broncos, they've been very active in trying to find a new head coach for the next season. And Jim Harbaugh seems to be the leader of the uh, head coach vacancy. Uh, Jim Harbaugh, he's the head coach for the Michigan Wolverines. Used to be the head coach for the 49ers back in like uh, 2014, I believe it was. Um, But yeah, it, it seems like he could be making a return into the NFL, which would be really cool to see. So that is it for the news. Now let's move on to the wild card matchup preview. So we are now into the postseason of the NFL, and we are moving into Wild Card Weekend. And now we're looking to see who's going to be in the Super Bowl. So we have two matchups on Saturday, we have three matchups on Sunday, and then we have one matchup on Monday. So we're going to start off with the Saturday matchups. We have the Los Angeles Chargers, who are ten and seven, taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are nine and eight. The Jaguars won the AFC South after beating the Titans in Week 18. Uh, the Chargers are one and a half point favorites and the over under is 47 and a half. So the Chargers, um, they're dealing with a couple of injuries because uh, Brandon Staley made a little bit of a questionable call with playing their starters in the final week of the season, even though a win wouldn't have mattered. I mean, they had the fifth seed locked in after Baltimore lost to Cincinnati. So it was a bit of a question mark as to why he did that. But um Mike Williams, he didn't practice at all this week. He is uh, listed as questionable. Um, there's a possibility he might not play. Joey Bosa was also banged up in that game, but I think he should be okay to play in this game. But that's just something to keep an eye on as um, Mike Williams and Joey Bosa, they're both big members of this team and they're key members to this team. And to not have those two in the wild card round is going to hurt them. This game will be in Jacksonville because Jacksonville are the – AFC South Division winners, so they have home field advantage. So you could say that Jacksonville probably has the advantage in this game. Chargers are dealing with a little bit of injuries. Um, they still have Keenan Allen, which he finished the season off strong. He, he's been playing very well. Of course, they have Eckler, who's one of the best running backs in the league. Um, and the Jaguars, I mean, Trevor Lawrence, he's been playing a lot better. Last week, he didn't look that great, but I think you could argue that the Jaguars do have a chance to win this game. Um, this is going to be a close one. I mean, 
I think if Mike Williams and Bosa plays, I think the Chargers will win this game. But the Jaguars are going to keep it close, and the Jaguars have home field advantage, so that's going to help them out a lot. It's going to be a close game, but I think the Chargers are going to edge it out, but barely. The Seattle Seahawks, who are 9-8, and eight, are taking on the San Francisco 49ers, who are 13-4. and four. The 49ers are 10-point favorites, and the over-under is 42. So we got a battle of NFC West rivals. Um, this should be an interesting game to watch. I mean, a lot of people think that the 49ers are going to blow out the Seahawks. I don't think that's the case. I mean, this game's going to be in San Francisco, uh, so they have the, the home field advantage. Um, but, I mean, Seattle, they've been fighting all season long, and... I mean, we all thought that Seattle was going to be, like, one of the worst teams in the league, and they're going to definitely have the possibly be in contention to have the number one pick. But they made the playoffs with Geno Smith, and Geno Smith had a career year. Um, now he's going against a very tough defense in San Francisco. Um, so, I mean, I'm not saying that Seattle's going to win. I, I still think that San Francisco's going to win, but I think them being 10-point favorites is a little bit disrespectful to Seattle. But I think that just shows how dominant San Francisco has been towards the second half of the season. Uh, so I think San Francisco will win, but I think Seattle will try to keep it close. Probably be done. I think the final score could be something like maybe 28 to 23 or something like that. So now we are moving into these Sunday matchups. We have the Miami Dolphins, who are 9-8, and eight, are taking on the Buffalo Bills, who are 13-3. and three. The Bills are 13-point favorites, and the over-under is 43.5. So... Tua Tagovailoa has already been ruled out for this game, and Teddy Bridgewater is questionable, so we don't know who the starting quarterback will be for Miami. Um, but whether it's Bridgewater or Skylar Thompson, I don't think Miami really has a chance in this game. It's going to be at Buffalo, and Buffalo, they've been on fire. They finished the season on a five-game winning streak, I believe it was. Uh, it was something like that. I know the last five games of the season they won, so they've been on a hot streak. And, I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't think there's a, that much of a chance for Miami to win. I mean, they, yes, they have Tyree Kill, they have Jalen Waddell, who are one of the best wide receiver duos in the league, but with no quarterback, I just don't think they have much of a chance. So I think Buffalo will win this game pretty easily. We have the New York Giants, who are 9-7-1, are taking on the Minnesota Vikings, who are 13-4. The Vikings are three-point favorites, and the over-under is 48. So the last time these two teams met, it was a really, really fun game to watch as it came down to a last-second field goal by Greg Joseph, a 61-yard field goal, if I may say. I mean, that was, a, that was not an easy field goal to make. And it was a really fun game to watch. And um, the Giants, I mean, they've been playing very well this season. Daniel Jones has been playing well. Saquon Barkley, he, I mean, he's back to his normal self. Um, I mean, I think the... The Giants can definitely keep it close in this game. They could actually win this game as well, but it'll be at Minnesota. And, you know, Kirk Cousins, he tends to not play well during primetime, but I think in this game, he's going he's gonna to play better. And, man, it's, it's really close. I think the Giants do have a chance to win this game, but I'm going to take Minnesota. They have the home field advantage, but and Daniel Jones is going to keep it close. Like, Daniel Jones is proving that he's actually a pretty decent quarterback, and the Giants could actually re-sign him for the for next season like the Giants main priority uh, after this playoff game like if whether they win or lose they need to make sure that they can re-sign Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley for next season because those two they've been having a really good year but yeah I mean the Giants have a chance but I'm gonna take the Vikings in this one and I think I think they'll barely win I think it's a really nice line like with a three-point favorites so I, but I do think that Minnesota will win this game 
The Baltimore Ravens, who are 10-7, are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, who are 12-4. The Bengals are 9.5-point favorites, and the over-under is 40.5. So for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson is questionable for this game. He still hasn't practiced, so it's looking like he's going to miss this game once again. And Tyler Huntley is also questionable, so we don't know if he's going to be back either. So it's looking like Anthony Brown will be set to make his second career start and his first career start in the playoffs. So it's not looking great for Baltimore in this game as they're playing at Cincinnati. Uh, The last time these two teams met was in Week 18. Cincinnati won, although Ravens did fight a little bit. They, They kept it close, but Cincinnati ended up winning, and now it's playoff time. And I think Joe Burrow... He's going he's gonna to flip the on switch, and he's going to – I think he's going to go off against Baltimore this week. Um, now, if Lamar Jackson plays, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, but it's looking like he's not going to play once again. Now, if Tyler Huntley plays, he might be able to keep it close, but I just don't think there's really a chance for Baltimore to win. So I have Cincinnati winning this game. Now we're moving on to the Monday night game. We have the Dallas Cowboys, who are 12-5, and are taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who are 8-9. and the Cowboys are two and a half point favorites, and the over/under is forty-five and a half. So this game will be at Tampa Bay since they won the division. Dallas is the fifth seed in the NFC. Um, this this will be a pretty close game. I mean, I feel like Dallas should win this game, but I mean, last week against the Commanders, they looked really, really bad. Dak Prescott, he's been throwing a lot of interceptions. He's been turning the ball over way too much. And this is a really good defense in Tampa Bay. I mean, this is going to be a tough game for Dallas. I mean, even though Tampa Bay is 8-9, and nine, I mean, their defense is still very good, and their offense can get going. Um, so, I mean, this this is – I mean, Dallas should win this game, but I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa Bay won this game. However, I am taking Dallas to win this game. I think it will be close. Um, I mean, mainly because – I mean, yes, I'm a Cowboys fan. I'm, I'm not going to choose Tampa Bay to win, but – I think Tampa Bay does have a chance, and they could spoil our playoff hopes once again. But I do think that Dallas will win this game, and I think if they do win this game, this will be the spark that they need to make a Super Bowl run. So those are all the matchups for the wildcard round this weekend. Now let's move on to my Super Bowl predictions. So I'm going to go through each round of the playoffs, and I'm going to basically predict who I think the Super Bowl matchup will be and who I think will win. So in the wildcard rounds, I said that Los Angeles would beat Jacksonville, Cincinnati would beat Baltimore, Buffalo would beat Miami, Uh, and then in the NFC, I said Dallas would beat Tampa Bay, Minnesota would beat New York, and San Francisco would beat Seattle. So if that holds up, then or if that's correct, Kansas City would play the Chargers, and then Cincinnati would play Buffalo, which between those two matchups, I think Kansas City would beat the Chargers, and then between Cincinnati and Buffalo, that one's really close. Like... Buffalo, I mean, either one of these teams can win this game. Buffalo has a lot to play for. They could, they're, I mean, they're playing for DeMar Hamlin. And I think it would be a really, really cool story if Buffalo were to move, uh, make a Super Bowl run for DeMar Hamlin. But I really, really like Cincinnati uh, in the playoffs this year. I mean, like Joe Burrow, he's been playing very, very well. Their offense is really good. Their defense is good, too. So I actually think Cincinnati can beat Buffalo in this game. And then in the NFC, we got uh, Philadelphia versus Dallas. Uh, I think Philadelphia will win this game. As much as I hate to admit it, I think they are the better team than Dallas. Um, and then between San Francisco and Minnesota, um, I think San Francisco will win that game. I mean, their defense is just, they're, they're dominant. I don't think, I mean, Minnesota is going to try and keep it close, but their defense, San Francisco's defense is just way too good. I think they'll beat Minnesota. 
So then in the AFC Championship, I have Kansas City versus Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, these two teams have always had pretty good history the last couple of years. And, I mean, Cincinnati has owned Kansas City in the past, and I think Cincinnati will do it once again. I think they'll beat Kansas City and make it back into the Super Bowl this year. And then in the NFC Championship, we have the Philadelphia Eagles against the San Francisco 49ers. Um, this one's really close. I mean, Philadelphia, their offense has been great. Jalen Hurts has been great. But San Francisco, their defense, and Brock Purdy's been playing well. There's a lot of doubt on him whether he can make that playoff run for San Francisco. But from what I've seen from him this year, I think I think he can he can make it to the Super Bowl with San Francisco. So I have San Francisco beating Philadelphia, and I have my Super Bowl 57 matchup between Cincinnati and San Francisco. Now, these two teams have met in the Super Bowl before. I can't remember which Super Bowl it was, but I do remember seeing highlights of the the 49ers and the Bengals playing against each other in one of the past Super Bowls. I believe Joe Montana was the quarterback. Jerry Rice was there. Uh, of course, uh, Boomer Sison, I think, was the quarterback for the Bengals in that Super Bowl. But, um, but yeah, I think they'll meet uh, in this Super Bowl 57, Cincinnati versus San Francisco. I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, leading this team to the Super Bowl. That would be a very interesting story heading into the offseason. Brock Purdy, the last pick of the draft, leading the, the Niners to the Super Bowl. Like, what does that mean for Trey Lance's future? But we'll get into that after the playoffs if Brock Purdy does somehow make it to the Super Bowl. Um, so, I mean, I mean, it, it's going to be a really, really fun game, I think, if these two teams do meet in the Super Bowl. Um, and I think it's going to be a close game, but I do think that Cincinnati will win. And I think Joe Burrow will get his first Super Bowl. And I think Joe Burrow will also win Super Bowl MVP. So I have Cincinnati winning Super Bowl 57. So that is my Super Bowl prediction. I think Cincinnati will win it all over the San Francisco 49ers. And with that being said, that will do it for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in and enjoy the wild card weekend. And hopefully if your team's in the playoffs, hopefully good luck to those teams. Uh, I'm going to be pulling for my Cowboys on Monday night. It's going to be... A very, very nerve-wracking game for me. Because after seeing what happened in Week 18, I'm a little nervous. But hopefully we can beat Tampa Bay. But I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that are probably pulling for the Cowboys to lose in the first round. Because that's what that's what always happens. But I'm going to try and keep good thoughts. Hopefully we beat Tampa Bay. Thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to today's podcast. I am Gage Berlingame. And I'll see you all next time. Goodbye. <laughs>